This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Amazon, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, check us out. We're also on Instagram with That Guy Jig. But college football, we're in the offseason. We're in the offseason, which is its own separate season. And this season in its own has been action-packed. It's been action-packed. From the NCAA coming down on Tennessee, from Tennessee and Virginia suing the NCAA, from the judge blocking in favor of the NCAA, to this, National Signing Day today, from the Big Ten and the SEC making a merger, this has been an explosive season. And I want to start with that merger. It's scary, folks. It's scary. If you're not one of those 35 programs, you should be worried. If you are on the outside looking in, you should be worried. And the NCAA, they should be worried. And this is why I don't think they'll come down too hard on Tennessee. Just because if the SEC and the Big Ten gave the double bird to the NCAA, there's nothing that they could do. Because if they, if these two conferences joined together, the TV networks would fight over the rights. They would fight over the rights to party with these two great conferences. I mean, National Signing Day is dominated by the SEC and Big Ten. If you don't believe me, just listen. Right now, as of right now, as of right now, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Miami, Ohio State, Texas, LSU, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, and Auburn make up the top ten. Only one of those teams is not from either the SEC or the Big Ten. And that's the University of Miami. I'm telling you, this is big. This is letting everybody know if shit hits the fan, we're good. Me and you, we're not going to chop each other's throat. We're just going to join up. And at that point, you'll see... All the programs knocking at the door, trying to get in. Who's going to get into the league? And that's what's so great about this offseason. We're going to see a lot of things take place. Me personally, I do believe that that is on the ignition. Like They are talking about that. That is on the agenda to talk about. What, what this conference would look like if we joined up. What the TV revenue would look like. What, what, the, what the schedule would look like. That's what I would do. What would a playoff look like? What would a national championship look like? Let's get all this on, on, on wax. Let's get this going in mental thought. So that way, if it's time, we ain't got to get ready. We're already ready. In case the NCAA wants to start acting silly. If the NCAA wants to come down on everybody for this pay-to-play thing. Listen to me, folks. You have to be able to see both both ways. You have to be under the NCAA. They're at a, a disadvantage because of all these state legislations that were passed. Once these states started passing laws, it, it kind of it changed things because they had to react. It's not like the NCAA just just came down and they're the ones that changed the rules. No, the rules were changed and they had to react accordingly. Now they need time to put down a straight bylaw. A straight, this is how it is. And it's going to get interesting. 
I'm very interested to see how they come down on the University of Tennessee. Do they make them an example? Because Tennessee right now is technically on the repeat offenders list. If this is how we're doing it, you are a repeat offender and you have to be dealt with accordingly. And that's why Tennessee was proactive in suing the NCAA. The AD said, I refuse to let them make us an example for the rest of the of, of college football. Well, it could happen. And that's why it's so big. But moving on from all the politics, I like to put one program in, in, in focus for every, every episode of, of the offseason. And we're going to talk about Colorado. They have the number five ranked transfer portal team, bringing in seven four stars and 13, I mean, 17 three stars. Now, like I said, there's teams out there that go for quality, and there's just some that go for quantity. Now, if you are a developer, which is what Dion and his and his staff are, that's what they claim to be, and that's what they are showing you what they are in two straight portals. They've had the number one transfer portal team and the number five transfer portal team. Dion has also told you that he is he is huge on the portal over recruiting high school athletes. These guys have already developed. These guys I have film on. These guys are ready to go right now. So when you're a team like Colorado, who's bringing in you know NFL level coaches, former NFL players to coach, develop developing is not a problem. So you can bring in 17 three stars and you can develop these players into being more to reach their full potential on the field, and that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And there's other programs that don't want to do that. Colorado's in their first year in the Big Ten. I mean, Big 12. They're going home. They're in the first year of the Big 12. They have a couple big games early in the season. So it's going to be very imperative for them to also get back off to that fast start. But this year, you really want to see them continue, continue. Continue winning, and if you're not winning, at least at least the at least not the wheels fall completely off. You got North Dakota State at Nebraska at Colorado State, Baylor at UCF. You got K State at Arizona. You got Cincinnati, Texas Tech, Utah, Kansas, and Oklahoma State. Now, you know, when I, when I look at this schedule, it's favorable. I like them versus the Baylor. I like them versus Colorado State. They should. I think that Nebraska game is going to be very interesting. That's going to be as a rematch. It's going to be in Lincoln, a tough place to win. I can see Colorado getting out to a 4-1 and one start, a 3-1 yeah, start, and maybe 4-0. and oh. I see them winning at, at, at Baylor. I don't see them winning on the road at UCF. That's going to be a tough environment to play in. Gus Malzone's doing big things down there, folks. K-State should, that's going to be, K-State in Boulder. That's another Big 12 rivalry. Now we're bringing back the good stuff. Now we're bringing back the good old stuff. It's the stuff that was like K-State, Colorado, Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, you know it's going to be action-packed. You know it's going to be a hard nose. You know the fans are going to be in it. The atmosphere is going to be electric. It's going to be a great game. This Colorado offense is bringing back most of their starters. Most of their offense is coming back. They're adding offensive line talent, offensive line depth. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado won the Big 12. I would not be. The one thing I need to see from Colorado is an improved defense and an improved offensive line. What Shadur Sanders was a Heisman Trophy candidate the first six weeks of the season, folks. It wasn't until the it wasn't until the wheels truly fell off the wagon did his Heisman campaign stop. I saw a stat that had Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders number one and number two in next year's draft. Now, of course, that is clickbait. That is not that is not going to happen. But if it did, that'd be cool. And once again, once that crow is smoked, I'll eat it. But if it doesn't, beat it. What I'm saying is Colorado is going to be very explosive offensively if their defense can get a couple turnovers a game in the Big 12, which is going to be a, you know, if if you know anything about college football, the Big 12 is a track meet. It's the first to 40. Who can get to 40 first? And then even then, you still might have to go to 60 in a couple of double overtimes. That conference is all about the points. But if you can get a defense that can get you a couple stops, that's why OU and Texas have always dominated that league. That's why OU, Texas, Nebraska, Kansas State, Colorado there for a little bit for a couple seasons. They all won this conference because of defense. You gotta have a little, you gotta get a couple turnovers. You gotta be able to get a couple turnovers. So I like Colorado's chances in a new Big 12. These guys that are coming back, they're going to be battle-tested. They've played at Oregon. They've played USC. They've played Utah already. They've played the best of the best, sir, with honors of the Pac-12 that they had to throw at them. they played Oregon State. they played Washington State. They've played every single tough team the Pac-12 had to offer. So they are going to be battle-tested. And like I said, you're bringing in more offensive line talent, more offensive line depth. With this schedule that I just read to you, watch out for Dion. Watch out for Coach Prime. They could do it. They could really do it this next year. First year in the Big 12, there is no juggernaut in that conference. The Big 12 is the the the. the the oldest, I mean, the, the, the longest tenure head coach in the Big 12 is probably Mike Gundy. And even his program is not the juggernaut of the, of the Big 12. OSU has not won a Big 12 championship since 2011. And that championship has an asterisk next to it because there was no championship game played because that was the first year that really the Big 12 started falling apart. That's where you see Nebraska, Missouri, A&M, Colorado, they all, they're all gone. So they didn't have enough eligible members to have a championship game. Look it up. So there's no juggernaut in this league. There's no there's no team that's been in four out of five championships. There's no team that's won, you know, six conference championships, three conference championships. I don't even know if there's a per- a team that's won two. What I'm telling you is wide open. What did Tom Petty say? Into the great wide open. And that's what Colorado did. They made sure they stayed relevant by staying in a Power 5 conference, and they made sure they stayed relevant by staying in a conference that they could win. And that is a genius move. You don't go to a conference where you can just go in there and, oh, well, I'm in the party. Damn it, I want to throw the party. I don't want to just attend a party. I want to throw one. And Colorado had a chance to throw their own party. Moving on for Coach Prime and them, we've had enough of uh, of the lathering. There's a couple of games that I want to get you excited for. I know 
the season's long. The offseason's long. We got about like 313 days to the first game. I know I shouldn't have said that. But that's about how many days we have until the first game, folks. But listen, I want to get you ready for next year. LSU and USC play in Las Vegas, folks. Brian Kelly versus Lincoln Riley. If you don't know, the University of LSU is bringing in one of the greatest recruiting classes ever seen to man. They have signed, they have brought in the number one, the number two, the number three. I'm Listen to me. They brought in the best quarterback, the best running back, and the best receiver in one class. They're bringing that in. That's what they're coming with. LSU is going to be good. Now, th- 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 I think the more intriguing story is what is going to happen at USC. What is going to happen? There's been, there's been, we saw, we saw a lot of, a lot of players leave. We saw uh, uh, Williams leave, a great receiver, Mario, a great receiver, a great Swiss Army knife out the backfield. He's at Tulane. We've seen Malachi leave, but Zacharias Branch stayed. During all the all the madness, we saw people stay. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do. As far as the quarterback position, who's going to take over that position? Who's your new quarterback? Is it going to be the guy from the bowl? The man, the man, the man no one knew? The man who went in there and beat Louisville 42 to 28? Miller Moss, what a name, what a name, Miller Moss, and he's already confirmed he's coming back, and he said he wants all the smoke, if you don't know, now you know, the man threw six touchdowns in a bowl, talk about way to put yourself on the map, but I'm here to tell you something, folks, if it is indeed a system that produces all these quarterbacks, then I, then I predict Miller Moss will be just fine. If you're telling me it's the system that does it, and that's why Caleb Williams won't be good in the NFL. If you're telling me it's the system, and that's why Baker Mayfield took a couple years to get to get acclimated. That's why Kyler Murray's struggling. If you're telling me it's the system, then Miller Moss should have a grand year. And this should be a great game. Neutral playing site. Big Ten versus SEC. OMG, let's get it. I mean, can we play the game now? I can't even wait, but I will. There's so many games next year. There's going to be explosion. Ole Miss and LSU. Jackson Dart is going to start a Heisman campaign. I'm going to let you know. Hottie Toddy is going to be up there. They're going to be up there. Because what I'm telling you, because what I'm telling you right now, is that Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, has brought in some amazing players in the portal. They have the number one portal team. He is the king of the portal, they say. The king of the portal is striking and striking at a staggering rate. Listen, he told you guys to change the rules. Lane Kiffin said we need to change the rules in college football. As he was taking advantage of these rules, he was telling you to change them because he was letting you know I'm about to get stewy. And what I mean by that, I mean experimental. 
That's what Lane Kiffin did. He got experimental and all his experiments were a success. His hypotheses were true. His hypothesis was true. And now look at him flourishing. Science, baby. That's science. Another one, Utah versus Oklahoma State. You got the old versus the new. You got the new guy who thinks they're going to come in and take over your conference. This is Gundy's conference to lose. Listen to me. Mike Gundy is the, is the, is the Skip Bayless. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's his turn, folks. Here's a guy that has been in Bob Stoop's shadow, who's been in Lincoln Riley's shadow, who was in Brett Venerable's shadow. Anybody that OU hired was automatically a better coach than Mike Gundy. Anyone. Anyone that was hired at Big Brother's college automatically overshadowed you. But when Big Brother is gone, Oklahoma is in the SEC now. There is no excuse, Gundy. There is no excuse. You better produce this school championship. I'm talking about a, 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 a earned championship. I'm not talking about one that was given to you because there wasn't enough teams to participate. I'm talking about there's enough teams to participate and you kicked all their asses for four quarters. That's what, that's what the fans of Stillwater want to see, Gundy. Because this is your league to lose, Gundy. Gundy, I'm telling you, if you do it, you better do it big. Because you got a guy named Gus, Gus Malzone, he's coming. Utah, they're coming. And listen, they play a certain way. If you haven't saw, if you haven't seen a Utah Utes, if you haven't seen them play, you should watch them play. It's uh, Kyle Whittingham. What he does is he incorporates run heaviness with, with, with spread, with power, with finesse, and a just straight stout defense. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see Kyle Whittingham with the ability to coach in the SEC. Let him get some of that SEC fertile recruiting ground. Let him be able to scoop it up. Because make no bones about it. Utah is going to be very good. They have a quarterback that's been playing football in, in college for 20 years. There's not a defense. There's not a player. There's not a coach that he does not know. Because he's been there for 35 years. At this point, I wonder, is it college football or is it amateur sports? Because we're allowing people to play for 45 years. I don't know at what point do we draw the line and say, hey, bro, you're a grandfather. It's time for you to go live your life and retire. Because at this point, if we keep giving years of eligibility, I think, I think maybe I could get a couple years. If we're giving out eligibility, like Oprah Winfrey, you get a year, you get a year, you get a year, you get a year. Can, can Jig get a year? Let me get a year. I can run a couple slant routes for you, coach. I've put on a couple, a couple pounds. I can put some, some left tackle. I can kick slide. I can pull. If we're just giving out years of eligibility. But that's what, 
See, that's why this game, Utah at Oklahoma State, is one of my highlighted ones. It's not going to be out there making national news. It's not going to have college game day there. But what I'm telling you is it's going to be a good, clean football game. A good, clean football game. Good and clean. Old school football, two teams beating the hell out of each other for four quarters in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Just keep an eye out for it. And keep an eye out for me, that guy Jig. Subscribe, rate, and review. This is two of the three. You know how it be. We're going to drop that NFL because we got to talk about the Super Bowl. Chiefs and 49ers. But thanks for listening. Once again, this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. And I appreciate you. Once again, thanks for listening. Peace.